0: Let's do it.
1: Okay. Hello, and welcome to Circus Stories, a circus history podcast. Hi. I'm your host, Callie B.
0: And hello, it's me, Mark Renaud.
1: And we're bringing you another gravity-defying circus story from circus history.
0: <gasps> These are my favorite types of circus stories, the gravity defying um, ones. Fuck physics. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we're going to talk about some physics for sure. I'm going to try to trudge through it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> First, I want to bring you our circus word of the day. Yeah,
0: let's do it.
1: And Mark, I'll let you guess. <laughs> this one's a weird one. Uh, so today's word is M-B. So I'm going to spell it. M-B? M-B. E-M-B-Y. Uh, E-M-B-Y.
0: Oh, man. That could be anything. I know. Okay. I know what it is. Well, if actually, okay. could, I, could I hear it used in a sentence? Yeah. Because um... I have a guess, but I don't think it's right.
1: Yeah, uh, I suckered that guy, that MB, and he believed everything that I said.
0: Oh, okay. All right, so here's my 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 first guess without that hint would have been, it's a circus award. You win the MB.
1: <laughs> that works. <laughs> MB's great. For,
0: yeah, for, for having the best circus of the year or the best, We're you know.
1: presenting the MB. Best trapeze <laughs> of the
0: year, best clown, best you know, animal wrangler, whatever it is. So that would have been my first guess. With that, it sounds like some kind of a doofus or a stooge. It's like, oh, I clocked this guy as an MB, so I'm going to swindle him.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's uh This is from Ballycast. It's a particularly gullible mark.
0: Me? I am a particularly yeah. gullible mark. I do believe most things for about five seconds, and then I'm like, wait a minute.
1: I am so gullible. It's like wild. It's a problem. Yeah.
0: Like if my guard isn't up at first and you say something like confidently, I I believe it for a a few seconds. And then then my rational brain is like, wait. Yeah.
1: What's wrong with us? (laughs) But by
0: then, my wallet's already gone, you know?
1: So, oh, so I wanted to just do a Callie correction because I know in the. Illegal pies, I I, I wanted to... we got to, a Callie's
0: correction. Yeah, I wanted to Callie, like... For the listeners, Callie is almost never wrong. So I these mean, are rare moments. It's true.
1: <laughs> In my brain, I'm never wrong. Um, but I uh, we talked about illegal pies and um, a lot of famous people uh, are targeted with pies like a lot of political activism surrounding uh, pie throwing
0: oh yeah pies for justice
1: yeah so and i said bill gates was a target of a pie but he did in fact get a pie
0: oh so those are the correction that he did get pied he wasn't just targeted yeah he
1: did get pied it was in brussels and and i posted it actually post episode with my correction but for those that didn't look at the slides he got pied in brussels and it was before he started the gates foundation and it was A bunch of people that he, this guy coordinated like 30 people to pie him.
0: Whoa, that's awesome. And for all we know, that started the Bill Gates Foundation. So
1: (laughs) maybe because it works. The guy was mad that that he wasn't using his wealth for good. That was like his gripe.
0: I mean, it makes sense. He's one of those people who has more money than he can ever spend.
1: Yeah. And then it's alleged that uh, Gates didn't have any comment at the time, but it's alleged that he said to a Microsoft employee that the pie didn't taste very good. <laughs> like He was just like, <laughs> not that good, uh, which is funny. He's like,
0: yeah, Bill, do, do you're so rich you expect the pies that are thrown at you to be high quality?
1: Uh, we can't do everything.
0: Get out of here and go turn poop into water.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. We need it.
0: Where, where are we with that? I thought that he developed the poop water thing a long time ago, and I, don't, I haven't seen is it. Is that a thing? He there. Well, there's a video online of him drinking water that he claims that he found a way to make you know water from poop.
1: Can't we just do that with the ocean instead? I mean,
0: I ugh. you know I, I think we. If,
1: it seems like poop water seems so dangerous to you. There's so yeah, much things. Yeah, why don't we
0: just de-salt the ocean? Yeah. It's <laughs> or like, just find some kind of, I don't know. But just like, we, we we need water. Get on your thing. Whether you make it from poop or from a salty water. I mean,
1: poop is going to kill you. You know what I mean? You'll get sepsis immediately. It
0: could. If you get it wrong. Yeah. You don't want poop. The number one way you get sick, I'm sorry to tell you this, folks, if you didn't know this, the number one way you get sick is because you ate poop by accident.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's top of the list. Poop was on your <laughs> hands.
0: Poop was on that doorknob. Poop was somewhere in the it. world and you touched it and then you licked your fingies cuz you just had chicken that was kind of oh, greasy.
1: gross.
0: And that's how you get colds, flu's, whatever. And this
1: guy's trying to make water out of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like he did it once, but it's like
0: wh- there's a lot of poop in this world and there's not as much water as we need. So well, come did on. Did anybody
1: check if he got sick after? That? Well, he's the kind like- of people who probably has so
0: much like uh, you know, young people blood infusions that he'll never die. Kind of like he has not quite Bezos money, but like, you know, he's he's up there. So he'll 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 never die, basically.
1: Well, Damn.
0: He'll just turn into a robot or he'll put himself into a computer and, you know, (laughs) he'll do the singularity if it happens.
1: Oh, man. Um, Okay, well, we'll get into today's topic. Yeah, back on target. Our circus history topic. Yeah, what are Um, we doing today? So today we're going to discuss a topic that I wanted to tackle for a long time. So we're going to discuss the globe of death.
0: What? That sounds so cool. (laughs) Oh, I know what it is. I was picturing like a little snow globe with like black misk in it. Yeah,
1: that's right. With the wizard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, uh, this,
1: ooh. And this episode could be, this episode could be so long. Like, because there's so much history in it. Uh, and it's like, you know, it, it's an international act, but I I'm trying to keep it
0: succinct. And it was in the Simpsons movie, so was it? Oh yeah. Home in the Simpsons movie. Homer goes in the ball of death and he runs his motorcycle around. He saves the world with his skills he learned from the ball of death, which See? is how you know this is a big deal. Right. It was even in the Simpsons
1: movie. See, there you go. Um, and this is not to be confused with the wheel of death, which is Definitely deserving of its own episode.
0: Anything of death that's like a real thing is like, we got to talk about that at some point. It's too cool. Good name.
1: The Wheel of Death is really cool too. I started researching that and then I was like, I got to do the Globe of Death. You got to do the
0: Globe I, first and we could talk about it. Is, is that like a hamster wheel that you're riding a motorcycle on? Uh, so The Globe? No, the, the, the Wheel of Death. Just to excite the people for the future.
1: So the Wheel of Death is... It's like two cylinders that they're opposite each other and they're connected. I'm explaining this horribly, but they spin almost like- um.
0: Oh, so you have to time when you switch from cylinder to cylinder pretty much? Yeah, okay. but it's
1: quite large. And so the performer is inside the cylinder and outside the cylinder, they jump inside of it and outside of it. But it's, I mean, it's huge. Okay. This thing is like a hundred feet tall. It's I mean, giant. I'm
0: going to Google it. Yeah,
1: googie it. Um, wheel
0: of death
1: you'll see how big it is but they like flip on the inside and the outside oh
0: in- yeah 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 okay and
1: it's constantly spinning how would you describe that Mark because I am i can't use words um, yeah
0: you're. <laughs> I mean yeah it's basically think of two circles on the outside and there's a connecting like beam it's or, like um, it's like
1: welded together in the middle right
0: yeah yeah it, it's kind of it almost looks kind of like when you go to a like carnival or something that has rides or, or or a theme park and it's got kind of like a tipsy turny thing where there's a bar in between and on the two ends there's like a you know a, a thing that you're in that wiggles around imagine that but the things that you're in are just open hamster wheels yeah
1: it's like the zipper right like that that ride the zipper the uh shape of it how long and large it is but from end to end there's just a large wheel hamster wheel like you're saying mesh Open ended. And
0: yeah, it's totally open.
1: And the performer just zip like they cruise inside, they flip around inside and outside, and like with no no net, no nothing, and it just keeps on spinning. It's nuts. <laughs> oh, we gotta
0: do that at some point. Oh I it's mean, wild. We, we we're we're starting with it. This is the prequel to the wheel of death.
1: Yes, the globe.
0: The globe of
1: death. And so we'll dive into the globe of death. It's chock full of history.
0: So full for you who like long episodes, this one's gonna be five hours.
1: (laughs) Five (laughs) hours. Buckle up,
0: Callie and I. We're gonna. Our lips are gonna be chapped. Our horses are gonna be. Horses are gonna be chapped. Our throats (laughs) are gonna be (laughs) chapped.
1: Our horses are gonna need (laughs) water. Yeah, (laughs) horses will need
0: water because we've been running on this trail for (laughs) so long.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Um,
0: I'm going to start using that as an expression and act like it's a real thing when you're kind of tired. You're like, man, my horses are so chafed. Like, what are you talking about? What did about? you say
1: last episode where you said uh, uh, from the tiger's mouth? <laughs> straight from the tiger's
0: mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the tiger's mouth. Heard straight from oh, the tiger's so mouth. You know, if you say anything with confidence, people will be like, what's that? I love from? that. Like, yeah. I, 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 my brain, <laughs> my brain jumbled two <laughs> things together. Here you go. Feel free to use that, listeners, in your own life and act like it's from something because if enough of you say it, then it is.
1: So the globe of death. This act is over a 100 years old in its practice. Probably like 120 years old, actually, really.
0: That's pretty old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's alleged that the first, uh, like design of it was in the 1890s
0: and it killed the first person who read it.
1: I mean, that so it kind of has this name because it's, it's injured and killed a lot
0: of people. (laughs) It's it's very dangerous.
1: I mean, it has different names, but. This is the coolest name because that's what people want to see something. I mean, if
0: you saw a sign in your town, you're like, come one, come all witness, and then all caps, the globe of death, exclamation point. I'd be like, I would like to pay a nickel <laughs> to, to see yeah, this.
1: Yeah, I would pay a dollar. Co- yeah, a whole
0: dollar. Why not? I'll pay a buck five to see this.
1: For those that do not know the, how the globe of death works or what it is, it's a very large metal caged sphere.
0: Yeah, think of like a mesh metal exactly. cage. something So you can see through it, but there's no way that you could fall through it.
1: Right. And it's wheeled out into like the center performance area. If we're speaking circus, it's like wheeled out into the center performance ring. It is a daredevil act. It's a motorcycle act currently uh, to, to simplify it. So where the motorcycle rider or riders, they ride inside of the sphere. And oftentimes they'll ride... You know, perpendicular, and then ultimately like upside down. Yeah, and then over time, it's become more and more treacherous in the the act where they'll add writers, they'll add somebody in the center of it.
0: Do they ever like sometimes do stuff with like juggling and all this nonsense, where like the writers have to do extra shit? I'm thinking of just thinking of the Simpsons. But well,
1: some people sometimes they'll have someone in the middle. Like a person that
0: just like don't kill them. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just standing. Oh God,
0: to be that poor son of a bitch, you don't even get to like you. Just like I just have to trust the motorcyclist.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. At first, it was like single riders, and then they've increased, it, you know, to multiple riders. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've watched videos where there's like six. Seven, I mean, six, geez, I've read articles where there was like nine riders. I read some articles where it was like I was reading these articles where it was like nine riders injured where I was like, well, yeah, (laughs) I mean,
0: it's one of those things where like, okay, so this is a little bit of a stretch, but like in air travel, you literally need a conductor in the air to be like this plane is traveling in this route. So no other planes get it. Now, imagine if that was shrunk down from the entire sky to, like and this is the entire sky, and they need this. Then they're shrinking it down to a ball. Like, or imagine a, a more a, a, something closer. Just the streets. <laughs> streets literally have angles where you go. This one right? has none. This has none. It's just a big ass ball, and one guy or girl going around on this for long enough, they have to get enough speed so that they don't fall down. And then they need to figure out how their movement so precisely to fit other people. Because if it's just one person, you're just like, okay, anywhere I can go to get the speed I need, fine. But when it's like you know five six seven eight nine, you need a very specific route, and I don't even know how you fit that many people in. Like uh, that, yeah. like that's just how do you even start with that many? Or maybe do I wonder if they start one and then they add, but I don't know.
1: Well, oftentimes, like the, those the acts that I've seen is, you know, they'll start with a couple and then they have like a ramp, like a little. Uh, which is part of the globe and it will like flap open so that the riders can ramp up in there and or they'll start all at the bottom and like one will go and then another will go and there it's like jump rope kind of where you're like, I got to jump in and you have to like time it. So either like they're all riding, you know, chasing each other or they'll like crisscross and they will be like going upside down, but like just missing each other. In like an X almost in this sphere.
0: Yeah, that's the scariest.
1: (laughs) Well, and you have to stick to the sphere too. Like, ugh.
0: The jump rope thing is actually a good way to think about it. Because, yeah, it's like you have to go a certain speed or you're going to get everyone hurt. Honestly, it's kind of like driving on the highway. It's like if everyone's driving a certain speed, it's actually safer to drive the speed everyone's driving. Like if everyone on the highway is going 20 miles over the speed limit, it's actually safer to go with what everyone's doing than the speed limit if everyone's driving faster.
1: Right. Well, and I'll get into, like, how the act works, but they have to reach a certain speed to stick. Oh,
0: yeah. Otherwise, you can't... If anyone has seen... I forget which jackass movie it is, but in one of the jackass movies, they have a loop-de-loop made out of wood, oh, yeah. and they drive yeah. these little motorbikes, yeah. and they could only go through it if they got enough speed and you see that trick they hit themselves on the head all the time now that's a that's a small wooden one imagine that thing's way the fuck bigger made of metal and you're on a motorcycle instead of a little motorbike
1: yeah i mean it's like this act is wild plus it's like the times i've seen it it's like really dark and it's just like a spotlight on that i've seen them where they turn the lights off and they're costumes or their, you know, their riding outfits are glowing. Or just the
0: glowing things. Jeez. You can't
1: fucking see. It's wild.
0: Do the motorcycles have their lights on for that or no? No, I mean,
1: they don't have lights on their motorcycles. Their outfits are glow in the dark, but like who, wow. I mean, uh, it's wild. You, I'll get into like how dangerous this is. It's I pretty wild. I was
0: yeah, just, it seems like super cool to watch, but also so dangerous. Yeah, because
1: a lot of people are like, oh, wow, cool. They're like going fast and sticking to the wall. But it's like, no, dude, <laughs> like this is like <laughs> super timed out and like, yikes, you know, it's, uh, it's wild.
0: Yeah, the smallest thing. I mean, even driving a motorcycle on the street is just dangerous because if you or someone else makes a mistake, it's a lot more dangerous than if you make a mistake in a car. But this is... Literally, gravity is also fighting you. It's not just like, did you you know, not turn so good or did your wheel get caught? It's, Is gravity also going to yeah, argue yeah. with
1: you? I'll, I'm going to try to explain the physics, but we'll see. Oh, we're going to get in.
0: For, for you physics heads, we're going to get into it.
1: Yeah. So uh, in the episode, I'll discuss the history, its origins. We'll discuss the inner workings of the act, the specific type of motorcycles used and why and of course, yeah, the physics and the physical experience of the writer when they're writing. Oh, boy. Because it, it's nuts. <laughs> uh,
0: Scrambles your brain.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. It's just wild. Like the G-force and all that stuff. Um, and just how they have to keep their bodies. Similarly, not quite, but like how the cannonball guys have to just be a certain way. This is similar to that, I, I feel.
0: You can't underestimate the Gs.
1: Yeah. So the history of the Globe of Death started, you know, you first see it in like the 1890s, like the design of it. And then there's an official patent by this guy, Rosenthal. Is it Arnold Rosenthal? Yeah. And um, he patents it in the 1900s. It's not clear who like who officially invented the Globe.
0: Okay, he's just the one who actually legally gets the. He
1: patents it. Right. This guy Rosenthal and Lemon. Lemon? Lemon, yeah. They start performing uh, in this designed globe that Rosenthal patented.
0: <laughs> I'm just picturing Lemon Grab from Adventure Time on a Motorcycle now in the globe of death. <laughs>
1: fair, fair. Oh, yeah. So Arthur Rosenthal. I'm so sorry. So it starts to appear in 1901 as like something called the Cycle Whirl.
0: Oh they they definitely improved the name with through history which is like
1: slatted <laughs> vertical columns instead of a complete sphere. Is
0: slatted vertical columns is that like a like a half pipe like from for like skateboarding or something kind of okay. it's like a it's like a, a half of a bowl.
1: Yeah, like a half of a bowl. Yeah. Okay. But they're but they're using bicycles initially.
0: Oh god. Which is wild. You got to pedal so hard.
1: <laughs> this historian A.W. Stencil, he says that the Globe of Death Act premieres to atomic in 1903 however he considers that rosenthal and lemon when they premiere their act in grand, grand rapids michigan as the bicyclist globe in 1904 that's kind of when it really catches on because he has the globe of death style the full globe
0: he gets the whole circle right yeah so the population
1: popularization of the act begins with rosenthal who patents the Globe in 1904, I believe. And he teams up with Frank Lemon.
0: <laughs> great name. <laughs> Frank Lemon here. Not a puss. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> That's great. Uh, so they're known as Rosen Lemon.
0: Oh, I bet they would make a great, uh, like, what's the like word?
1: Like detectives?
0: <laughs> no? Oh, well, yes. I was going to say they would make a great, um, what's the, what is the essenced water?
1: Oh, yeah. Or like a, a nice, like, uh, what do I want to say, like gelato? Oh, yeah.
0: Come <laughs> on, can our S's water and gelato.
1: <laughs> so they have a trick bicycle and motorcycle duo. And they perform in the Globe as like the end of their act.
0: I'm, I'm really hoping that they do like a sidecar deal since it's a duo. I know, I wish. That would be real cute.
1: So they're doing little tricks and they're doing like their motorcycle stuff and then they do the globe at the very end.
0: Mm, yeah, you got to work up to the globe. If you start with the globe where else are you going to
1: go? Sure. Their shows that said, said to perform routines of skill and nerve, guaranteed to deliver laughs and roars at fairs, amusement parks and shows all over. Although Rosenthal is known to patent the quote globe of death, several other performers started to use similar designs of the globe of death.
0: Yeah. I wonder how you can get away with using it. Uh, if you're not, you know what I mean? Like, I think
1: like, at the time it was just like, like
0: what you how do, do you like track chase somebody these? down? Yeah. yeah
1: like uh, some of these people were like, um, It's
0: not a globe. It's an egg of death. Well, and
1: like, you know, it's somebody in a whole other state or maybe a, a different country or something. And you just like, how, how do you go after that person in 1900? Yeah, you would never know. You would never know, right?
0: That's the thing about the past. You could get away, go away with a lot of shit because there's no, like, just not a good way of figuring out.
1: Yeah. There was a gentleman, uh, Guido Conci, an Italian dare, daredevil, who introduces the sphere of fear to... European audiences in Rome.
0: Oh, not quite as scary, but. But
1: it's. uh,
0: I mean, like, it's definitely I think it's a step down. But the fact that it like kind of rhymes is pretty good. So, yeah,
1: yeah, sphere of fear. One of the most successful shows was the hazardous globe of death.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like what they're trying, like, oh, you got the globe of death, but we have the hazard. It's like, it's already really hazardous. It's already hazardous. That's implied. How
1: hazardous is death? Uh, Pretty hazardous. (laughs) Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Charles Clark. Have the hazardous globe of death.
0: Ooh, married team doing it. I like that. Yeah, Maybe the hazardous globe of death has like little things in the globe, like little spikes and roadblocks you have to dodge.
1: Oh, <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. That would
0: at least like the worst name. But if that was going on, I'd be like, OK, for the worst name, I'll take this.
1: So they have they're using Indian motorcycles inside this 16 foot sphere, which is crazy because those are heavy. I don't understand.
0: Heavy cycles?
1: Yeah, Indian motorcycles, those are really heavy. So
0: I don't know anything about motorcycles.
1: Well, I'll talk about why they need lighter motorcycles. But another well-known globe act is the Mendoza family from Australia. Um, And they began each of their shows using bicycles and then finished on motorcycles.
0: Do they switch uh, (laughs) mid-act?
1: No, like, yeah, they started with bicycles and then they were like, and motorcycles. And theirs was called the Globe of Fate.
0: Okay, I mean, that's pretty good, too. Yeah. I mean, a globe of death is definitely scarier, but globe of fate so far is number two on this name.
1: And they would keep it covered with a canvas tent so that people would have to like pay to get in there. And, you, I mean, and you want like, people you to You got to come and see this.
0: Mm-hmm. And you then you hear motorcycles and people going,
1: oh, oh, my God.
0: And then you're like, all right, all right, I'll pay a dollar.
1: There's um, allegedly a young Greek woman who went by the stage name of Sedora, and she gained a lot of notoriety since women, writers were not around. And so she presented this special attraction as the golden globe of death.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, in the worlds of the globe of death, you got to find where's my niche? How do I stand out?
1: Exactly. This globe is golden. Um, so because of the cage's tighter radius and slight bracing, lightweight motorcycles – were needed for this performance and they would like, you needed a higher acceleration. So a lot of riders would equip their bikes with
0: nitrous.
1: (laughs) Well, they, they just were seeking that out versus that Indian motorcycle. That's like insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, I would just imagine the heavier the motorcycle, the faster you need to go. And obviously the faster you go, the more dangerous it all is.
1: Yeah. According to how stuff works, this article that I read,
0: (laughs) I thought you were just gonna reference like the world I'm like
1: you know how stuff works
0: According to the way the world is This is what (laughs) it is This is what
1: I think Um, This is
0: what happens
1: The act first actually started with bicycles and unicycles Which is Whoa Right I would love to see a unicycle I was trying to find unicycle articles like with unicycles That would be crazy That would be so silly I know but I did find a, like a lot of articles supporting the bicycles. And, you know, and I just discussed a few where they started with bicycles.
0: I mean, that would be hard alone, but like a unicycle. And yeah, a, uh.
1: I just don't understand. But there's a lot of articles where they're like discussing people using bicycles and like Doing a loop to loop on them.
0: I mean, to the lightweight aspect, like that definitely is lighter, but like, the speed you have to reach by your own yeah. leggy power.
1: There's tons of articles dating back to the early 1900s showing cyclists performing the Globe of Death on bicycles, lots of them po- popping up in frequency more like 1904 and 1906 and then onward. In 1914, there's an article from Fort Wayne Gazette in September 1914 discussing a vaudeville bill, including Batwoman Sedora and her Golden Globe of Death. And it says, quote, A man and a woman first take their place and race around the inside of the globe on bicycle. They loop and loop and death defy. Then Sedora comes in with her motorcycle and tears through the interior at speeds of 60 miles an hour. From top, top and bottom, side to side, a man standing at the bottom of the globe with difficulty dodges the furiously racing mechanism. So, I mean... It's, I guess she just sticks some dude in the bottom is like all right here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, just what what who has been who would who is the asshole this week who has to sit in the middle and not get hit.
1: So it looks like um and there was a bunch of other I mean there's so many uh cuz I have like the subscription to this newspaper <laughs> thing where it's like all these archives all these uh old archived newspapers that are from forever. So I, there was just so many articles about bicycles <laughs> in this globe which is nuts well
0: i I suppose it makes sense when it begins because i mean a bike is i would imagine just a lot easier to get like your hands on so you grab it and and cheaper right so you get that and you're like okay well let's this is the hot thing right now let's just do it on the bike and see yeah
1: well and that's a great point is in the earlier 1900s but motorcycles were more expensive and so around 1920s we start to see more motorcycles dominate this act i think probably because they are becoming more affordable
0: well also i would imagine that once a lot of people start doing that you kind of have to ratchet it up if you're still using a bike and everyone else is using a motorcycle it's just like it's faster it's scarier
1: yeah like you can do one loop in a bike (laughs) and they're like great (laughs) but if a motorcycle
0: and they're like cool this guy's just not stopping yeah
1: exactly he's just going and going yeah so you got to up your stuff but we do see these motorcycles in the globe of death And their performances are ranging from like exhibitions, carnivals, fairs, and circus acts. So it's not just circuses.
0: Everybody wants a piece of the globe.
1: Yeah. In August 1927, the Quad City Times out of Iowa reports about the Mississippi Valley Fair and Expo and how the globe of death will be there. It says, quote, can you imagine riding a motorcycle in a steel globe measuring 18 feet in diameter at speeds of 40 to 60 miles per hour, defying all laws of gravitation and flirting with death while doing tricks and looping the loop in this great big steel ball? Girls and boys among them, uh, Zeke Shumay, Virginia Sudeth and Grady Nix are the writers featured in the one and only Globe of Death. So men and women are doing this. Uh, which is pretty cool.
0: Crushing that globe.
1: Yeah. And just uh, I like that uh, they're just like, you know, men and women can are doing it.
0: Like, hey, if you can ride a motorcycle and are willing to defy death, you can do it. Risk, yeah. risk your life.
1: <laughs> sure. Get in there. And again, like I said, I think that uh, the affordability of the motorcycles could be the reason why the further integration and ultimately the takeover of the motorcycle for this act.
0: Oh, for sure. And I got to imagine that like the globe itself is an expensive thing too. Like, so maybe getting it, starting with a bike, making some money and then using that money to buy the motorcycle, maybe it was just like the natural progression for the whole thing.
1: And I think like we just said is if Joe Blow is using motorcycles in their act in their state away, doing fairs or touring. Everyone's going to go see theirs. Exactly. Like it's just more impressive. So you got to just keep it up.
0: You got to take that bank loan out and you got to take for the for a motorcycle for your wheel of death.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about just the globe itself. Yeah, let's talk about the globe. <laughs> how it's made and how what it
0: Paper mache. How
1: it's made and <laughs> welded. So it's produced using several segmented, bowed portions of welded mesh metal, obviously where sections of material are fitted together and riveted. So one panel of steel at the bottom of the globe acts as a trapdoor where riders and their bikes can enter and exit. Like I said, so it's like a little like trapdoor and ramp,
0: a little flap, a little doggy door.
1: Yeah. Um, while there are standards and practices, many groups of riders <laughs> standards and practices. While there are standards, many groups of writers use their own globes of various sizes. Most of them are about like sixteen feet in diameter, but some have like seventeen. Some you know, it just depends based on their act.
0: Did they get popular enough where there was like a a like company that manufactured gloves? or are these all like custom builds?
1: Well, I was just googling this in general, and I could buy one if I wanted to. <laughs> but it was manufactured. A lot of um, families that still perform it, it seems like they –
0: They make them.
1: Yeah, they can offer like manufacturing. Um, But there was just a company that made it too. So I think it just depends.
0: What it's like—that's one of the funny things about capitalism—is like you know supply and demand, and so at a certain point they're like, "Hey, there's a demand for big globes of death." It's like, "Well, we're gonna make them then,
1: right?" (laughs) But they last a long time, and I'll—I'll tell you this. Yeah, it's wild. So, um, while the five thousand three hundred pounds, sixteen foot globe is most common, some performers use smaller sizes and. Some use a little bit larger, just depending on their act. The globe is typically made of the bands of steel, hence the alternative act name, which sometimes "globe of steel." So, the globe of steel. Some circuses have used that name, "globe of steel."
0: That's not bad. I feel like you can't beat death, but so far, globe of fate and globe of steel, globe of fear, like these are—they're all good.
1: Yeah. Um, in a smaller globe, you can ride slower, and it just looks at it just as fast.
0: Ah, interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there's any reason, because that's probably that's also cheaper to make, right? It's less metal.
1: I mean, a little bit less, yeah. But you also have to factor in the physics. If you are going slower, you can only go so slow. You know what I mean?
0: True. And I suppose if you ever wanted to amp it up and add more riders, then a smaller one is actually at your detriment. Right,
1: right. Yeah. Uh, the Dominguez riders use a 17-foot globe, and the Infernal Varenne, Promises to use, which is another act, Infernal Varin or Varin. It's V A R A N N E. They promise to use the biggest globe ever.
0: We love big.
1: So it just depends on the writers in the act. Split globes are a thing. Oh, and they can come apart in the center.
0: Really.
1: So they'll pop in the center, uh, creating like a top and bottom half for the riders to navigate. So I'm going to send you. Whoa.
0: Is one rider upside down or do they like left and right split or do they up and down split?
1: I'm going to send you a picture. Because if they up
0: and down split and someone has to circle that thing so fast that they don't fall, that's fucking
1: wild. There's like someone at the top and someone at the bottom, basically. Um, Or they're all at the top which is terrifying. <laughs> so here's one. Here's a split one. That's not what I'm talking about. But a but different is, type. But it is a split one. That's like what?
0: Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and um, this one, you could have three people in different hemispheres.
1: Right. The globe of death.
0: If I was anyone in a circus, I would want to be the barker that talks about the globe of death.
1: <laughs> just to every right?
0: day, multiple times a go- day say, now witness the globe of death. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's see. Oh, yeah. this Crazy. Oh, it's true. It's the way I imagined it. So this one is like, imagine like an Easter egg that you pop open and on the top of it, there's a guy on a motorcycle spinning around. And on the bottom of it, there's a, that's a lady on a motorcycle spinning around. And it's just like, they literally, that one's like, not only... Will if you slow down? Do you like fall? This is like you're gonna fall a lot farther.
1: You're you're out. Yeah, you'll fall out of there.
0: Yeah, you're just yeah you you're not just gonna kind of slide and tumble. You're gonna straight up fall. Yeah,
1: it's no good. (laughs) It's no good.
0: That's awesome though. Yeah, this this one of death looks really fucking cool.
1: I've seen that split a couple times. It's pretty neat.
0: That's that's pretty great. This is awesome.
1: So in 2006, the Garcia family built a globe with a triple split. Whoa, so the top comes up, the bottom comes down, and then there's a band. And then there's a middle in the middle. there's a band Whoa, and that's a, that's why. And the rider will ride that middle.
0: Oh my God, yeah that's so well cool, cuz then then if the person on top fucks up and they fall they're going to hit the person in the middle and then they're going to fall and then they're going to hit the person in the bottom it's not just like one person falls and might hurt themselves it's like you're the person at the top better be the best one like you need to be the best well
1: someone in the band though someone's in that middle band and so they have to keep on that so tight like i mean that track until it comes together again
0: well, I mean, but even on the top you do, because if you alter the like kind of like Saturn ring style of spinning and you go up a little bit, you're going to shoot yourself out. You're not just going to fall. You're going to launch yourself.
1: Yeah, it's so it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. Basically,
0: you just got a rock hard grip that wheel and do not turn. You go straight. You go straight. You go straight.
1: And when I tell you what happens to these people when they're riding, you're going to be like, what the what the fuck? <laughs>
0: When we get to the G-Force.
1: Yeah, their bodies just like... To not
0: confuse anyone, we're not talking about the movie G-Force about hamsters. We're talking <laughs> about the, the effect on your body of going really fast.
1: Yeah, uh, and there's this is like this is like real there's no optical illusions this is like legit it's just like the these people are testing the laws of physics and like their limits with their bodies and their bikes (laughs) you know it's like that is all so let's get to the bikes
0: vroom vroom welcome to bike talk with Callie and mark (laughs) yeah
1: the most commonly used bikes in the globe of death are dirt
0: bikes that makes sense because those are pretty light you know and they got good tread on the tires Look at me talking like I know bikes.
1: Exactly. Which is surprising that those earlier performances with Indian motorcycles, I, I'm just surprised that those those are so heavy. I just would love to know how successful that was. Those, the Clarks. I
0: wonder with those, if you get enough speed because of the weight, if that actually helps you con- to continue carrying your speed.
1: With the weight of the heavier bike?
0: yeah yeah because because once you get it going like especially when you're on the downturn of this the the globe that weight is going to carry and give you more momentum for your for going up but i i don't know at what point that is diminishing returns and what point that's like
1: right well the lightweight bike and i'll explain why it's helpful the the majority of the riders use the dirt bikes they're usually like 125 cc 150s you know like these little dirt bikes um
0: Does he see how fast they're going?
1: I think so. And
0: I'm guessing that because of Mario Kart.
1: I think it's their end. I don't know. I think it's their engines. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I'm going to say that
0: it's speed because in Mario Kart, when you pick the speed, it says like 150cc. Oh, okay. 100cc. 200cc.
1: Yeah. Well, they get those, but they'll modify them. With nitrous. So... They'll often get these from like, you know, a Honda or Suzuki little dirt bike, right? Because they're lightweight, but they have high torque. And then they'll like, they'll modify the torque. And the reason is they can achieve the high speed required to complete those loops within the sphere The lightweight helps them, you know, maneuver. Yeah,
0: they can turn easier.
1: Yeah, it's just like you don't have this giant machine.
0: And they probably can accelerate faster. Exactly.
1: That is exactly why it's like they have the high torque, which is key for the quick speeds that they need to achieve. But then they can stop quickly, which they need to do (laughs) because there's people in there with them, usually another person. Yeah,
0: yeah. The more people in there, it's like. So they
1: have much more control much more control
0: and i imagine if you did make a mistake and fall like a lightweight bike is going to be way less dangerous than a heavyweight bike, just kind of like flinging around and
1: with the physics you need that light lighter weight because there's like the weight of the bike the weight of the person and then which all is uh and then and then the speed and and then it like because i didn't take physics it's hard for me to explain but it's like the mass of the person the speed of the bike the friction of the wheels against the globe. Um, the So the the weight of the bike, the weight of the person, the speed, the friction, and then the gravity, all of it is like the velocity.
0: It's all adding up. It's all mathing together. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's That's wild. physics, baby. And welcome to the physics corner. <laughs> I'll explain
1: it more in depth, and it probably won't make any sense either uh, then, but we'll try. Um,
0: we're going to try. For all you physics heads out there, we're going to – we're trying our best.
1: And also, the mass market bikes are cheaper also.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's less metal, less parts, right?
1: Right. And they can customize these bikes. They're easy to work on.
0: With cool flames on the side.
1: Nick had one of these bikes and he was like, it's really easy to work on. Ooh. So, um, and I was like, you'll never get one again. Great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and no, no more globes of death for you, mister. You are
1: not allowed. Uh, someone will smash you on the, in LA. Are you kidding me? No way. Um. But the reason especially is just that it's because the globe of death stunt does not require a bike with powerful engine suspension and a drivetrain doesn't need those things, but they need that top speed of only 40 to 65 miles an hour. They don't need anything beyond that. It's just the speed. They need the lightweight and they need the speed. And that's what these bikes have, you know, so it's safer and it's easier for them to use these particular bikes and then modify them. and. Like we said, they can't be too heavy or huge. They can't be too big. Obviously, it's like a small sphere or, you know, small enough. They have to be like nimble to move around the sphere, which is far better than like a giant Indian motorcycle or like a Harley in there. That just doesn't make sense.
0: You don't need it. Those those are for cruising the open roads. And this is the farthest thing from an open road. It's a closed sphere.
1: Yeah, it's truly not. Uh, Erwin Urias of the Urias family.
0: Ooh, good name.
1: Which is... a a generational, uh, globe of death performing family. He says that he and his fellow writers quote, always use customized you bikes, gotta. end quote, he and his brother have actually become mechanics so that they can make the tweaks that will perfect the tricks. As Urias pointed out, quote, these bikes are not meant to go upside down or ride around on their sides. End
0: quote. <laughs> yeah. It's a niche market for these dirt bikes.
1: But they customize the engine, the suspension, and the says so the train drive and and more. I'm like I don't know what that of is. Of course, yeah, we sure. know about the train
0: drive. No, we yeah we know it. We we know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know all about trains and drives. I know all about that. Sure,
1: their act uses 125cc Yamahas, but they bump up the engine output to the equivalent of a 150cc bike.
0: 150cc is the is the fastest you can go on Mario Kart. So that's pretty fast. <laughs> okay, I believe it. That was the scare. I would usually do 100cc when I was a kid because 150, too fast, too scary. Too
1: fast for you. Yeah.
0: Too fast. As an adult, though, you got to go
1: 150. Yeah, I go all the way. Mm-hmm. Higher torque also becomes important when you've got to go from dead stop to flying around the inside of the globe without falling.
0: And man, I say that all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, higher torque.
0: Just, yeah. The amount of times people say you got to, like, they hear me say you got to have higher torque all the time. All the
1: time. All the time. Um, People often assume that there are tracks inside the globe for motorcycles to follow. Or even more strange that some people think that there are magnets inside the wheels to hold the bikes against the steel cage.
0: Oh, I mean, that would be pretty good. Although I don't I mean, you would have to make a very specific magnet.
1: Yeah. But according to Irwin. And physicists and mathematicians, which will agree.
0: <laughs> According to everyone who knows anything. <laughs> That's you
1: know, not the case at all. Um, so
0: that'd be cool, but
1: yeah. And he also echoes that, you know, a smaller globe would require less speed, and that would make the trick work bigger a globe would require, you know, more speed. Basically, like as the rider's velocity increases inside the globe, the centripetal force increases. All of these aspects have to, um, they just, ha- you have to do all this math <laughs> based on the size of the globe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You gotta do a lot of, I mean, any kind of thing like this, like anytime you're using high speeds, you're going to want to do all this math because literally human bodies are on the line. So yeah, yeah. Even if you don't like to math and you're all about the thrills, this time you got to math before you thrill.
1: Yeah, you got a math.
0: You got a math. But you know, the magnet thing does make me excited for potential future stunts because if you could get the magnet technology, like I know magnet trains and stuff are things that you know are being worked on, but if you got magnet technology on like smaller things, you could make racetracks that are like on the roof of something and like all the directions wouldn't matter, yeah, you could just make them visually appealing and then the magnet would go on them, like some F-Zero for those of you who played those games when you were a kid, like that would be. That'd be freaking cool. <laughs> That'd be freaking awesome. That'd I mean, be sweet. Um,
1: so, the centripetal force is what keeps the motorcycle tires stuck to the walls of the sphere. It's not magnets. The friction, there's friction that is created between the tires and the inner surface of the sphere. And that's all taken into consideration. So, as the rider goes faster, the resulting friction begins to cancel out the force of gravity acting on the rider and motorcycle.
0: That's wild. Like, you know, anytime you see something like this, whether it's like a Hot Wheels car going through a loop or whatever, you just kind of like accept that that's what happens. But it's very interesting that it's actually the friction itself that is defying gravity. That's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it just cancels out the gravity and and says, I'm taking control. It's like, <laughs> I win
0: this time gravity. You can take a back seat.
1: Yeah, so the whole act depends on the centripetal force and friction
0: So don't you oil up that sphere of death. We want it covered in dirt. We want it gritty and grippy.
1: (laughs) And those factors all rely on the velocity. So if the rider goes too slow, the velocity won't increase enough to outdo the force of gravity. And the bike and the rider will tumble to the bottom of the sphere.
0: To their death. Sometimes.
1: Right. So hence, that's why those bikes need to be swift and light And fast and go fast quickly, like increase speed, fast.
0: Zoom, zoom, no boom.
1: Right. So I've mentioned the Urias family a couple of times. So I'm going to discuss them a bit because they're of note to me.
0: And they have great names.
1: And they do. Yeah. So they are quite famous as far as the globe of death is concerned. They are one of the most famous families that's first performed this act. And they still do today. What a
0: claim to fame.
1: The reason they're so cool, I think, is that they've been doing this act for over 100 years, like, generationally.
0: Wow. That was... Fuck. Yeah. Oh, my family? Yeah, yeah. for the last 100 years, we perfected the globe of death. What? Yeah,
1: we've just been risking risking our life forever. <laughs> yeah, you're at a
0: party, and you're like, so what do you do? Oh, me? <laughs> oh, me and my family ride the globe of death, have been for 100 years. What else? Yeah, How wild. do you top that?
1: Yeah, it's wild. So Patriarch Jose Urias built his first globe of death in 1912. Wow. They still have this globe. (laughs) (gasps) Isn't that crazy? They
0: really do stand the test of time.
1: They do. So Jose passed on the legacy to his son, Jose II, and then grandson Victor... Then to Victor's son, Erwin, who we've quoted a couple times, and Melvin, who continues to perform in the original Globe, which I mean, they and they have other Globes, which we've talked about. Sure, sure. But the Globe was originally constructed with the heavy steel strapping in hand pounded steel rivets to hold the steel straps together and give the Globe its crisscrossed metal weaved appearance. So he like made that shit by hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, wild.
0: Wow. And I feel like the stuff they made in the past, they made a lot more like to last a lifetime. And then at a certain point, they realized, hey, if we make this stuff this good, people won't buy new ones. So let's make it like a little less good.
1: So the Urias Daredevils defied all odds by riding their motorcycles in a split globe of steel. The picture that I sent you with the split globe is from 1960. Damn. Which shows Victor riding in the top of the, the massive 15-foot gap. So there's a 15-foot opening in that split. That's
0: so crazy. Yeah, it's hard to tell what the actual distance is on the photo. I mean, it still looks impressive, but knowing that's 15 feet, that's yeah, so crazy. Yeah, it's
1: Victor later in their career he introduces his wife Kathia Urias to the audiences that they're performing to and they continue to perform the globe of death she so Kathy's the fir- the first lady like the first woman to be standing in the center of the globe
0: oh god
1: while the motorcycles are racing around her
0: you that's that's trust right there
1: I know, right? So they've perfected this act to have her integrated into it and just be standing in it. And she does like an aerial act where she hangs.
0: Okay. Kind of. Um, I was going to but- ask, what do they do when they stand in the middle? I would feel so stupid if I was just like standing there. I'd be like, I don't, do I flex? Like, what do I do? What do yeah, I she do?
1: she does like a, a neck spin hang. Like it's, have you ever seen that when the women are doing aerialist acts and they're mm-hmm. hanging, there's like a loop? Yeah. And their neck hanging and they do like the spins. I
0: think I can picture that. It's like it's like hanging on their chin almost
1: yeah but it's their neck yeah and there's a name for it and i people are screaming at me and i don't know it
0: so is then she uh like she's suspended from the roof of it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's like a hole in the middle i I would imagine wow that's
0: pretty cool
1: victor urias was also the first globe of death writer i guess to feature for a female writer in the early 1960s so and then in 1970s urias family was the only globe ever to feature two female writers so i thought that was cool and i have a picture of the female writers yeah um from the 70s i just like the 70s picture (laughs) because i'm like this is neat this is the 70s with the two ladies
0: let's see oh that's great is that like the poster
1: i mean it's probably their promo poster of sorts yeah
0: yeah that's good yeah it's pretty great and, it's a, and honestly, the the makeup of the globe is like pretty, like the way it's put together yeah, is it's actually cool. like it's 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 cool to look at.
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's rad. I mean, it's such a cool act, really. For sure, the Urias family has toured with Ringling Brothers. Um, they toured from 1978 to 1986, and then they toured 1999 to 2000, and then 2008 to 2009.
0: That's that's so cool that they're still like really just doing like they've been doing it for so long they're still doing it like
1: they eventually integrated three female motorcycle riders and then again the, a woman in the center <laughs> in their act. So Erwin Urias of the Urias family has been riding inside the Globe of Death for nearly 4 decades as a part of the Urias brothers act and his family still uses a globe built by his great grandfather which is insane. Oh yeah.
0: The ancient Globe of Death.
1: Yeah, oh my God. I mean, that's like a hundred and some years old. That's insane. Like hand pounded.
0: And it's still got. It. I
1: mean, man. <laughs> um, but that's not their only globe. And like most acts, they have different globes for different settings and stunts.
0: Sure. I mean, once you start collecting globes, you just get addicted to it.
1: Yeah, so like the one where hit the... The woman is, you know, suspended. That's probably a different globe versus one that splits versus one that's just a whole one, you know.
0: And then you got the two-splitty, the three-splitty.
1: Yeah. They've built another one. It's just like an improvement on their grandfather's original. He says it's evolved into something more user-friendly for us, you know, these newer ones. And I'm assuming just, you know, depending on their acts.
0: Oh, sure. I mean, I would imagine Yeah, every different act requires a different globe. Sure.
1: The globes are also stronger now than they used to be and they have to be when the motorcycles are just like jamming around inside um, and they are going like 50 miles, 55 miles an hour and there's multiple riders he says quote they're applying a force of 3.5 oh yeah to 4.5 g's to the surface of the globe
0: that's something i didn't even think about and that's just this is just another example of how physics is so important in this because the more riders the more wear and tear that's literally happening to the globe itself you kind of don't think about that.
1: Right. He says, steel does tend to snap.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it yeah. pressure. And the speed I'm imagining is putting so... Like, it's literally so much friction that you're denying gravity. And, you know, one got one person on a bike, okay. Once you get nine people, that's a lot of gravity-defining friction you're applying to this metal.
1: Yeah. So, he says, steel does tend to snap. Urias says, more calmly than a man with his job description probably should. <laughs> um but acts have taken that tendency, as well as different steel alloys, into account to create the globes that they use today. Urias and his brother are certified welders and fabricators, so they've built it suit to to suit their tricks and to keep them from flying, you know, into space.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, that is important.
1: So the Urias family was and still are like integral into, with the leaps and bounds into this globe of death technology, as well as the advancement in the performance itself. Obviously, by like adding these cool splits and like adding someone into the center, all of that stuff. And I mentioned this other family, the Garcia family and Leo Leo Garcia of the Garcia family thrill writers. They designed and built the very first horizontal triple splitting globe of death in 2006, which is the one that I sent you. Oh,
0: yeah. It splits triple, which. That's it's so crazy. I don't.
1: I don't understand. I really-
0: that like I would lose my shit if I was in an audience and I was. I mean, I'd be excited enough for a globe of death, but if you split it into two and then three, like
1: actually, I sent you a different one, out. but the triple splitting. You sent one, me a
0: two split. Yeah, well, I can imagine that's the, three. the
1: triple splitting is the one with the band in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah, which
0: that is just I like that. It, that would be so amazing to yeah. see in person.
1: So, um, this globe is the only one of its kind. Uh, you know, allegedly, that hydraulically lifts five feet off the ground and splits separate into three sections. And the Garcia thrill riders will race their motorcycles in the centerpiece with a four-foot gap underneath them. Yikes! During this operation, the entire sphere lifts at over twenty-three feet high. Whoa. So that's ha- how, like, large it is. Like, oh my god, oh, that's so what a nuts. spectacle!
0: Like, geez, yeah. true. Like you take something that's already very cool, very dangerous, very exciting to watch. And you're just like, let's keep ramping it up.
1: Yeah, it's nuts.
0: And innovation has not disappointed.
1: Yeah. So a lot of these are generational families. Although I did uh, read a couple articles where some people are just like, I just ride for this this family. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Like um, – during my research, you know, a lot of these daredevil acts are generational families like the Urias family. There's a Torres family and, you know, the Garcia family. Um, but some are like combined families or they're just like a hodgepodge of people. I read this article um, from 2008 with Philip Emerson and Wilson Mobogondo of the Jordans. And they're performing at Circus Circus in Reno, Nevada. And they were just discussing and promoting the show itself. But, um, Philip, I believe he was just saying how he was doing bike stunts as a kid and stuff, but he started doing this act when he was like 14 years old. Wow. Which is nuts. Um, so I, it just depends on, you know, what you're into, I guess. And how- I mean,
0: I think, I think it's pretty cool that like, uh, for a couple of these different circus acts, kind of like the hair hang, it's like, it's like a family kept trade. It's like, I feel like that doesn't... I mean, I suppose that could, that still happens a lot in this day and age, but it's a, for a lot more, like, mundane things. Um, but, like, it's just very cool to be like, yeah, this is our trade secret in a way. Like, well, maybe the hair hang is like you have to... The knot is important. This one is like, not only is riding the motorcycle, but you have to know how to outfit the motorcycle and outfit the... You know what I mean? It's almost like a more mechanical uh, uh, specialty. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, so it seems like in... The 1990s and 2000s, this act seemed to become a circus staple, whereas like it was, you know, very prevalent for sure from the 1920s and onward. But it was, you know, it seemed like um, it was in circuses, but it it wasn't like every circus has this also.
0: You weren't expected to have it. It was kind of like this this circus has this specialty. Yeah,
1: Yeah. but it, it was... Seen at a lot of fairs or, um, you know, carnivals, I guess sometimes, but just like exhibitions and circuses. But now it was like now circuses have it and it was often their like finale act before they would do their final procession.
0: Sure. I mean, how do you top the globe of death? Like you can't you got to ramp up to that. You can't. Yeah.
1: It's just a mind blower, especially when it's like splitting and like, oh, my God, dude, it's so wild.
0: Like I said, I'd flip out. I would scream. Yeah,
1: I uh, when I photographed Cole Brothers, they had a globe of death, and I think there was four writers.
0: That's crazy. I want to
1: say four. It might have been three.
0: Three is still wild.
1: But um, the I'm going to send you a picture right now. Please. They had the, the young, young writer. This kid, <laughs> this kid was like eight. Oh um, I mean I guess your was... bones
0: are super light. That's 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 more physics to figure um, out.
1: Yeah. I uh well so here's their globe.
0: Give me that globe. I, w- I, I, I really think uh they should make snow globes of death.
1: Whoa. This is cool. I just texted you the little the little writer. Little rider. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's so young, He's right? He's so little. And so his mom, little guy. if you see her, she's like towards the right. Do you uh. see a woman towards the right? So she would be. She would kiss every like. All it was all of her family. Yeah. And so she, I was like talking to her, and she's like, "I gotta go because she was like, I have to like kiss them all before they Otherwise, go." And yeah, she it's the good would luck like kiss. hug the shit out of the littlest one because she was just like, "Oh my god, I cannot imagine how <laughs> watching you, your yeah. youngest ch- small child do this act every no. day." I would, it was. I would lose my mind. <laughs> it's
0: so dangerous. I and would he's- lose
1: it. I mean, how old does that kid look to you? Baby. He looks little, he's a right? Freaking,
0: he's a little BB and he's on a little BB bike. And, yeah. And, and, and you know, he's
1: did it. And he did the thing. Well, it
0: makes me wonder if like kind of in the way where like um, sometimes in like the Olympics and stuff, you'll see like gymnasts be like 13 and something like really young because their bodies are so flexible at that age. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me wonder like, well, physics wise, he's going to be lighter so he can go faster quicker. So assuming equal skill like if he's somehow as good as like you know a 20 year old counterpart he'd probably actually be better at it just because of his lightweight
1: well he has to know all of that also <laughs>
0: that's the thing that's of course his his little yeah. brain is only so big and so learned so i mean
1: this kid is under i mean that kid's 8 years old at at, at most you know what i mean he's a little and I, I'm almost positive Cole Brothers was like, he is the youngest writer in the world, yeah, you Yeah, know? we can
0: say that confidently because yeah. most parents say, F no, yeah. get my kid out yeah. of here. And this mom's like, Some, I mean, look, once at when you got a prodigy, you got to let them do their prod, prodigy oh, thing. Oh, man.
1: I just it would hurt my heart to like watch that kid do it three times a day. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> but, I'm gonna get, but, but I will say that kid probably is so cool.
1: Oh, he's so <laughs> – and they're so – what a sweet family. They were so mm-hmm.
0: sweet. Like you just you just know you're like, man, that's going to be some that's going to be a cool guy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And the fan, I mean, they're just so lovely. um But it's so this is funny. I just thought of it was of mention. So um, in 2008, Ringling Brothers started to use the Globe of Steel instead of the Globe of Death. Because, Did
0: the name not were, resonate as well? Well, I think
1: they were just like, they thought it was more family friendly. So their public yeah. relations was like, let's use Globe of Steel. And then I think they probably changed it back. Yeah, because they look, like, look,
0: sti- like, you just, you can't beat the globe of death. It's yeah. like- that means everyone who watches they are like, oh my God, are they going to conquer the Globe of Death or be claimed by it?
1: Yeah. I, I wonder if they ever changed it back. Uh, but Globe of Steel is boring. It's it's,
0: it's <laughs> like, look, if, if you started with Globe of Steel, okay, I'd be interested. But if you start with Globe of Death and you then change the name to Globe of Steel, it's like, well, where's the death? You promised me death. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I want to see someone defy death. I don't want to see defying. someone defy steel. Yeah. That's not as cool. It's cool, but not as cool. You can't set the bar and then knock it down like that.
1: They're just like, oh, bad PR. But it's like, well,
0: you know. Um, no, people want to see other people defy death. It's it's cool to see.
1: Stand your ground, Ringling. Come on. Yeah, come yeah. on. Be you. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Be you and be effortless. Be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> this, this became a shampoo commercial.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um. So from a 2018 article from The Atlantic, they uh great make, ocean you know it's a really great ocean <laughs> it doesn't get enough play really doesn't get enough uh so they make an attempt to describe the physics behind this act and how meticulous the calculations have to be with the speed and the weight of.
0: are we entering the physics corner we're
1: getting to the we're getting there yeah so we're
0: almost there physics has <laughs> yeah you're just a little bit longer so
1: and they're just saying like the weight of both the rider and the bike a uh, quote from the article, a sphere made of mesh steel in which several of the world's best dirt bike riders defy gravity in a synchronized pedal to the metal ballet. The stunt, which can be explained by the physics phenomenon of centripetal force, dates back to the early 20th century, which we discussed. It is extremely dangerous. Even the slightest miscalculated movement can result in a catastrophe. For all writers in the cage, Lucius Zaphalon has broken every single bone.
0: Whoa, that's a name. Damn. Uh,
1: Lucius Zaphalon has broken every single bone in his body in pursuit of the perfect globe act. Directors Pedro de la Fuente and James Worsley, who co- um, comprise the London-based production company Autobahn, met Zaphalon through their mutual passion for motorcycles. Quote, we were mesmerized by how incredibly visual the act is, the duo told The Atlantic. We thought that combined with his life story, this was a perfect subject for a film. So the, they made a short documentary about the globe of death. Oh, wow. And about Zaphalon's life. So I, you can find that on YouTube if you would like.
0: That's pretty sweet. So
1: it's like a 20 minutes, I believe. Um, uh, Zaphalon said about the stunt of globe of death where several bikes loop around the wire mesh, quote, we were young, so we could go, sorry, we were young, so we could not go out at night. So inside the wire mesh, we, it became our playground. He says, because I was young, I did not think much about the risk. The stunt was just a game End quote, um, you know, he just grew up in this circus family probably. And, that's where he sure could party like can
0: you imagine like going to your friends and be like, what do you guys want to do tonight uh, you want to do the globe of death
1: yeah <laughs> like, yeah ugh. I mean and I think that happens a lot a lot of times with you know circus kids which I'm I'm presuming he is you just refine your skills and you are just surrounded by the the kids around you and you just get better.
0: Well, and it's got to be so normalized, right? It's oh, like, yeah. Because, like, to to an average viewer, this is an uh, an incredible stunt that you don't see very often. But to someone who works in it, you're like, oh yeah, I see this every day. Everyone I know does something incredible, so this isn't that weird that I would mess around and try to do this trick
1: in your off time. It's like the you know people that perform with the circus. That's what they're doing is like riding this motorcycle in a globe, or like performing trapeze or t- crazy stuff that people pay money to do putting their
0: heads in lion's mouth <laughs> like yeah. it's just like yeah, they're just casually just risking you know wild things yeah. and that's
1: how they spend their time and of course they they perfect these acts because they're not supposed to go away from the circle of trailers that they're at you know and then they just like get crazy good at it because
0: Mm -hmm. you do it enough times
1: yeah so um i thought that was interesting definitely check out the the youtube um you know short documentary that these gentlemen did and um i think it's just called globe of death so
0: I mean, yeah. I, when when you were telling me about, it, I'm like, I hope they call it the Globe of Death because, like, yeah. really, what? It just, yeah. When what you, when else you are that call that name, it? it's like, what else are you gonna call it?
1: So let's get into the effects of the writer while they're doing this.
0: Yeah, let's talk
1: G's. Yeah. So how tough is this on the writer? Um, so the performance usually is like five to eight minutes long, but it has quite a physical impact on the writer. As as mentioned, it's like 3.5 to 5.5 G's are put. On the surface, yeah. It's That's all- a lot of
0: G's. I mean, for those people that are worried about the fifth <laughs> G being incorporated into cell towers, like, this is three more G's than that.
1: Don't get me started on the fifth G. It's it's, really Oh
0: yeah. I mean, that's a topic for another day. (laughs) I mean, it's really. (laughs) And again, just to be clear, we are not talking about the movie G Force with the hamsters that are spies. That is a different no, sorry, guinea pigs. That's where the G comes in. Different movie. I don't want to confuse those fans. Very passionate fan base. I don't want to get in the weeds with them. We were talking about speed effects on the human body.
1: (laughs) And the a human body can withstand up to seven G's, I believe. But they said there was an eighth G. (laughs) <laughs> Who said that? I thought you
0: said earlier went five to eight gs.
1: No, 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 five to eight minutes long. Oh,
0: oh, my goodness! Is it performance? Yeah, like, no, no. Is no. there some crazy son of a bitch <laughs> who's like, I'll conquer the eight. I'm not do it. I'll do it.
1: So, at the height of the performance, many writers will say that they're they experience gray out.
0: What? It, what? <laughs> Pardon?
1: Not blackout.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah, they're at, they're at what it's called gray out which is like
0: your brain is getting so scrambled that you hold you can't Mm -hmm. oh no oh no
1: too scary yeah so the g-force and the push on (laughs) your body is pushing your blood away from where it's supposed to be going
0: yeah from your eyeballs and you need it oh my god from
1: everywhere Like your blood is just pushing away.
0: I'm just imagining someone's brain slowly getting pushed to the back of their skull slowly, slowly, slowly. Well, Just like like, all
1: of the blood in your veins and your brain and all of it's just like pushing away.
0: That's so crazy. (laughs) So
1: they experience like loss of vision kind of and like. They're kind of nauseous. Oh my god! They're, it's just that they, f- they get fucked up, so they're almost blacking out.
0: Well, and how do you not mess up when you're no doing shit. that? You no know, like shit. how do you keep doing it? You're not supposed to turn it all, <gasps> like only a little bit. Like if you just like started to pass out and just turns too much, you just crash. I,
1: it 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 blows my mind. <laughs> this <thing> that's
0: is- <laughs> so crazy.
1: This performance blows my mind. So like knowing all of these things and just the precision that these you know these performers do this act is like so impressive it's so this impressive makes me want to look me.
0: up how many g's in a like you know for astronauts in that thing that spins them around and mm. gets them used to it i want to know how many g's it is in like a shuttle launch
1: oh i'm curious it's like 10 launch.
0: let's see yeah yeah they just you just die everyone blacks <laughs> out
1: they're like get ready you're gonna pass out <laughs> <laughs> and then you're on the moon <laughs> so
0: check this shit out how much a normal so astronauts normally experience a maximum g-force of around three g's during a rocket See? launch. that's from spaceanswers.com which is a suspiciously like Space specific answers. website <laughs> yeah but if that is to be true um this is kiora is saying four g's i mean all all, if it's anywhere around three or four g's that's slower Mm -hmm. than what the ring the 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 globe of death is the globe of death is five that's more than a rocket launch Mm -hmm. yeah that's more than astronauts who train to be in physical peak condition yeah like that that is insane
1: yeah that is like yeah
0: wow that is awesome that made this thing that was already awesome like way way more bad way
1: awesomer (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. That is wild. Because, yeah, it was like they start to If you're going so fast. You go blind. Yeah. What? And it's in the
1: dark. I mean, like those pictures, it's in the dark. So they're like, we're not going to help you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They're like, it's the dark Like, I can't fucking see. Who cares? Yeah, the vision is not part of this. I just have to. I just got a like rigor mortis grip on this. And then just go, baby.
1: Baby boy is like uh, he practices blindfolded. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) oh
0: no oh my god is he is his body gonna be weird when he grows up
1: like what is that is that gonna affect you
0: like i don't know he's probably
1: gonna be a superhero like yeah he probably can fly now
0: what if he's just so
1: powerful
0: i i can't figure out if that would make you like that would like fuck your body up or if it would make you so powerful. I have no idea. He
1: could probably levitate. He, I bet you. He can just fly. Well,
0: because something I found out, and this is for all you kids who grew up watching anime, there was a trait in a lot of animes where the person would have weighted clothing. Oh, they'd yeah. They'd fight someone and they'd like be losing. They're like, all right, playtime's over. They take their weighted stuff off. Now they're so light. They're so fast. And the problem with that was teenagers would see this and be like, I want to be like them. And they would like exercise with weighted stuff on. But that actually fucks your bones up when you're a teenager. So I wonder. I wonder, would that fuck this kid up? Is that the same thing? Or would that actually make his blood so strong? Because his I mean, blood is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just don't know.
1: When he's performing, he's, I mean, you'll see he's the last one in, right?
0: Well, like, I mean, he's the most impressive.
1: Yeah, that photo, he's not in the whole act. You know what I mean? Like, they introduce him halfway. So I don't think he's in there. You know I mean? Like, his performances.
0: As a smaller part.
1: He's a smaller part, so I don't think they're pushing him to the racer's edge. No. <laughs> for you know, for all the reasons you said, probably. But
0: that I just wonder, yeah.
1: But even still, any of that. I mean, for him to stick to the mesh, he has to experience some sort of G's, you know?
0: He must be. He's he's at least doing rocket launch quality G's.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Just just to just to not fall.
1: Yeah. So these performers are at gray out. They have a, tr- it says transient loss of vision.
0: Transient makes it sound romantic. Yeah.
1: But- <laughs> ooh, It's so dreamy. But yeah. yeah, their blood is being pushed away from the normal place.
0: That makes me wonder, like if you go fast enough, cause they're going like six, 60 miles. It says like
1: 40 to 60 based on the size of the globe. It must
0: just be the fact that it's like in a circle or something that they're go- like, that that's many oh, yeah. is happening mm-hmm. because like, if you drive 60 miles an hour on the highway, obviously, you're not experiencing that amount of Gs.
1: No, 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 no. That's It's it's the centripetal force of the circle and the velocity and, the, and that – That's
0: just where all this physics comes in. And the
1: friction is crushing the gravity. So you're creating this velocity and the centripetal force is pushing –
0: that's so wild, and
1: creating these G's. It's so wild. I that guess. The
0: shape basically is what's doing. Mm-hmm. It. Like it's not just the speed; it's actually the shape of the. I'll
1: try to. I'll try to tackle the physics. I thought I had it under control, like the physics when I was doing this, and I'm like, eh, maybe we'll see. It's. So-
0: I mean, it's very interesting because, because, like, it yeah, because I was thinking when we were talking, like, oh, but we've said multiple times, forty to sixty, which. Everyone who's ever driven on the highway has gone those speeds, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you don't – it doesn't feel necessarily like you're going that fast. I feel like in in driving a car until you start to go above 60, it usually doesn't feel like you're actually going that fast.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Which is – it's so wild. Just the shape alone.
1: They have to achieve that speed fairly quickly because they're at the bottom and they're rocking and trying to get their speed to like bounce in with the additional rider if there is one. Um, and keep pace with that rider so they don't crash. And and so they stick to the metal. Well,
0: and you have to get to that speed before the rider gets in because you, you got to move out of the way so they can get to speed up.
1: Exactly. It's like the jump rope thing where they have to like hop in and keep pace. It's wild. So in addition to the gray outs, for many riders, vertigo and nausea is like a problem.
0: <laughs> oh out. my God, yeah.
1: The physical fitness of the rider is extremely important, probably like astronauts, <laughs> like – They have to keep physically fit. They have to have a healthy diet, which is important.
0: You can't be eating McDonald's. You'll Ralph.
1: Yeah. And so the writer's body mass is it affects the entire act also.
0: Sure. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And we'll try to discuss
1: that in the physics. I'll try.
0: But it's probably why the BB being small, actually, is beneficial to
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure he has to alter it a a bit. But yeah, Um, some writers say that they'll try to concentrate on a particular point in order to reverse the side effects of the g-force
0: just like like visually mm-hmm. yeah okay
1: if they can see <laughs> <It's> like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah if you actually have the luxury of vision
1: yeah so these experienced writers say the the right way to counteract the graying out is to use peripheral vision and to choose particularly the center of the globe towards the bottom so like just to look, I guess, outside of your like the left. I guess to look at the bottom. I don't fucking know. That's crazy wow. to me. But, um, and like I said, I'll, I've seen this act where like the writers, are, it's in the dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like
1: they 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 turn all of the lights off in the tent, and they're glow in the dark, <laughs> and you're like, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, those guys are just like blacking out from the sheer force. On their eyeballs.
1: That's fucking nuts. And then they turn the lights back on. That's
0: wild. It honestly, like this, I feel like the more you dig into this topic, the more impressive and awesome of an a feat it becomes. Like it truly is a globe of death. It's like literally you're going so fast that your body's gonna turn off if you go faster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like your bike has to be super fast and light. Your body has to be like a well-oiled machine,
0: toned to perfection. Yeah,
1: your you know mesh globe has to withstand the weight of all these people and has to be strong because that you know Urias was like steel breaks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah.
0: And then you're gonna get flung. Yeah,
1: and and then that's if you have a you know a complete globe and yours is it a split globe? I just like I can't. I just well, can't. it's like
0: you truly are like like riding a motorcycle on a razor edge of life and death like you really are in this thing it like uh, you couldn't have a better name both in in accuracy and if you know impressiveness it's
1: wild um and you know as i mentioned prior like the urice family had um i think it was victor's wife that would hang in the center and do her aerial act while they would ride around her and just hope that no – you know what I mean? It's like the timing and the practice involved because mm-hmm.
0: – Hope they don't lose consciousness and hit at me.
1: Exactly. And like hope she is, you know, compact enough in her aerial act that she doesn't whack them. Yeah. Or they don't whack her. And, and I that, feel like
0: any slight bump at that speed is going to just send both of them flying.
1: Yeah. So they – have to practice and time that out and just trust that everybody's going to do what they're supposed to do correctly.
0: Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's an insane amount of skill and trust and just kind of like faith in your, yeah, just like in your, in your crew and your, and your work. It's not, and and your handiwork from previous things. So people are modifying the bikes, they're modifying the, like the globes. It's just like, so much of just like what one i mean it makes sense why they're like a family does this and passes this down right because there's so many aspects of it that you need to know and be good at for this to be even close to safe
1: yeah and the performances i've seen they'll you know do their act and it's like killer and then they'll all ride out of the ball and you know go in front of the steel ball and like wave and i'm like now i'm like how can you see <laughs> yeah how are you not vomiting how
0: are y'all uh, not dizzy yeah yeah if you ever spin around in your uh, like just by yourself spin in a circle for like five seconds <laughs> you you feel very dizzy how the hell do these uh people not just immediately just fall down when they when they get off the bike
1: yeah They'll all ride out of the ramp and they'll do their style, you know, like that. They're like, you know, what what's it called? Is like it's their style is like, you know, their their hand up. They're
0: kind of like a hand up or like you know, take their helmet off, or yeah, in a wave or whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. And like, and th-
0: I'm like, How I mean, you- for all we know, they can't see when they're doing that.
1: Probably not. And
0: it's just a well oiled machine. Yeah, you know, they're always staring. Like their their eyeballs are literally oh spinning, God. and they're just like, oh yeah.
1: yes, smile and wave, smile and wave. As soon as I get oh, off stage, I'm gonna find it. Um, And you know, like I said that motorcycles they're gonna stick to the globe if you're going fast enough like physics takes care of that
0: that's physics you know if you're
1: going fast enough it's the g-forces and the blood rush experienced by the riders that's the the most difficult part for the rider
0: that's the price to pay it's like it's weird how like you have to do that for your own safety yeah because
1: everybody that's washing is like oh they might fall or they might crash which is yes i've you know a a viable concern, you know, but it's really just like the G forces that they're experiencing is really the the um, the risk and the the dangerous part for them on top of just timing and multiple riders. I mean, I cannot imagine nine riders in there.
0: Well, and to keep track of them when you can't see like what Yeah, because
1: they're not all riding in a circle they're crisscrossing they're they're going all over well
0: and that must be one of those things where you need to have like practiced so hard so that like it's not even about vision it's about like this is the route i do
1: they must have music cues too they've got to
0: see right like yeah there needs to be something because any small change like and people aren't perfect. Sometimes someone's going to do something slightly different and everyone needs to react to that. Like, it, it's just like the more you know, the more you're like, oh, there's so many more layers of this that are making it both impressive and dangerous.
1: Yeah. Um, Erwin Urias says, quote, when we go upside down, our heads are at gray out. He said for one of our tricks, Urias, wife, who is a professional aerialist. Oh, so maybe he does this with his wife, too. She hangs in the center of the globe. Three riders circle around her. He says, quote, when she crosses the midway point, as uh, sh- she's being lifted into place, we can no longer see her. And <laughs> she can't see us. Uh, so that. Huh. There's um, a, lot of,
0: a lot, of, lot of faith at that point. Yeah. A lot of trust.
1: And so purposefully, that act is five to eight minutes long on purpose because they can't do it longer. The human
0: body can only handle eight minutes of five G's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. More Um, than a
0: rocket launch. Like, whoa, that's so crazy. And all for your amusement. This is not for the exploration of space. This is for your amusement for your $1 back when this began. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, what a deal you get. And there's
1: not a course in there. You know, there's not like a, a track that they follow. Yeah, you're there's, not locked in. There's just a pattern that they have in their brain, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Muscle memory. Yeah. And so timing is everything. So like, if have you seen this act before, Mark?
0: Not in person, no.
1: Oh, it's really cool. I but wish. So when they're at the bottom, like they all drive into the globe and they'll be in the bottom, the writers, and they'll be um, like, say there's three riders. One rider will be facing one way. The second writer will be facing the opposite way. And then the other writer will be facing the similar way of the first writer. So and then they'll rock back and forth rock back and forth and then take off and similar to the jump rope thing so like one rider will go and then another one will rock back and forth to get timing and go and so and they need that momentum so that when they rev up they're in almost the same speed as the other guy and then you know the torque of their bike that they've modified allows them to get that speed takes yeah
0: do they do they have to like spin around the bottom first before they can get enough speed to go up to the top, or once they do that kind of revving, do they just go up um, and around?
1: You know, I feel like I've seen them go straight to a loop, but um, I, th- I think maybe I'm miss- misspeaking. But I feel like I've watched it just go straight to a loop. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, th- I think for safety's sake, for if there's two, he goes. Um, you know, perpendicular, you know, in a not upside down first if there's another rider and then they'll start to do their crisscrossing stuff.
0: That's such a wild thing. And I feel like practicing that has got to be so wild because like until it becomes well oiled, you could just crash and like and, and a crash at any point. It could be like wildly like not just like it could be fatal. Yes, but even if it's not fatal, it's still like like that one guy he broke every bone in his body at some point so like that implies that sometimes they crash sometimes they break bones then you can't practice until your bones are healed and then you gotta try it again
1: (laughs) yeah which is crazy it's just like
0: "Ah, it's like yeah people who do this it's just like it's like yeah built different like you just gotta you gotta want this this is not a thing you
1: do just for shits and giggles um erwin Urias says that You have to keep physically fit in order to take that physical beating that ride delivers. (laughs) Um, Yeah. He says, quote, you have to eat right, maintain your weight. If you're heavy, the motorcycle takes the brunt of it. Um, And so I think that kind of like messes up all of the physics. That's the crazy
0: thing. Well, this is kind of like the cannonball thing, right? Where you had to be a very specific weight. Otherwise, the physics get thrown off.
1: Totally. Urias also noted that taking care of the rider's body helps with protection in case of injury. He does the basics like pull-ups and push-ups, and his son will soon join the act as a regular rider um, and runs for cardiovascular fitness, his yeah. son, um, just to keep in shape. You so. got to. Those are crucial elements, he says, when you're adding G's and then removing some of your consciousness while you're performing. Just
0: a little bit of consciousness. You don't Just, need all uh, of it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what all the, the writer endures while they're t- doing this imp- super impressive act. They're also almost <laughs> uh, unconscious. Yeah. yeah. They have half of their senses,
0: <laughs> which is so crazy. insane. And you have to get that. You have to get to that graying out point, or you're being, or if you don't, you're being dangerous.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you'll fall. You'll fall up to the bottom. Jeez. Yeah, you have to go that fast. So I'm going to try to tackle these physics here, but. Um,
0: all right. We've reached that time, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Welcome to the physics corner with yeah. Mark and Callie. We're talking physics here. We have lab coats. <laughs> How do we do it? Globa death style.
1: So as Erwin Urias mentioned, people assume that there's tracks inside the globes for the motorcycles to follow, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. No, no, um, no, Or there's magnets in the wheels to hold the bikes against the steel case. Get out of here, magnets in the wheels. But it is, in fact, physics. So- as riders velocity increases inside the globe, the centripetal force increases. So the force keeps the motorcycle's tire stuck to the sphere and the rider must know the speed in which to make that happen. And that all depending on the bike's weight and their weight as well. And also just a bunch of other factors. So, so speaking of those factors, friction is also a thing which we discuss with the tire. So the friction between the tire and the inner surface of the sphere, the inside of the sphere where the tires are on, um, you have to take that into consideration. So as the rider goes faster, this results in the friction, which cancels out the gravity, right? So if there's friction on there, it just it, – it slowly eliminates the gravity so the rider can defy the gravity. Yeah, right?
0: which is crazy. <laughs>
1: um, and ultimately, that's the success of the act depending on the centripetal force and the friction and the factors. Those factors rely on the velocity. The success of those factors rely on the velocity, which is the speed and the weight of the the item, which is the, the weight of the person in the bike.
0: So it's like speed plus weight equals velocity – Velocity, velocity, plus something else for proper friction equals <laughs>
1: the friction in the centrifugal, sub- 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 right? Yeah,
0: it creates the centrifugal force that keeps the BB from dying.
1: Right. It's and I- we did it,
0: folks. We just well, did, we did the so physics so right
1: there. I, again, uh, I've said I haven't taken physics. Me neither. I took like chemistry, and then I stopped, and I was like, "Great." Yeah,
0: like I don't need this for my major.
1: <laughs> Baking soda fizzles and that's great. Um, If
0: you use coca mentos, you get volcano. Now let me go do the arts. I was an
1: English major. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. And
0: (laughs) we didn't need math.
1: Too wordy for that also. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. the physics of the trick though, like are centered around the manipulation of the centripetal force, which is kind of what I just said, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sort of. So um, this is the force that acts on an object as it moves around a circular path. Mm-hmm. So all forces have a direction in, in which they push and centripetal force is directed towards the center of the circular path. I barely get this, <laughs> but I will try. Yeah, like
0: I feel like in a very broad sense, my brain accepts that the, the, the like circle is important. Yeah. Don't really understand why.
1: Yeah, it is it, important. It, it is. So like, okay, if you're traveling on a flat horizontal surface. Yeah, service. Like we talked
0: about the highway, you know, you don't feel those G's on That's all
1: you need to calculate the centripetal force and there's nothing more, right? They're flat, yes. right? However, it's more difficult when you add in the up and down vertical movement, as in this case with the globe of death, right? Um, So we need to learn about two other forces. <laughs> Gravity. So makes me
0: wonder if, if a, uh, like say, let's say a space shuttle was going horizontal instead of vertical if the same amount of g's would be applied to it well that would be like then, a rocket
1: going s- straight right like
0: yeah 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 then like i guess like an air force like uh you know like a like a jet
1: or a plane um, right
0: yeah yeah which i mean i guess yeah planes go so so goddamn fast and you don't feel anything yeah
1: but that's so maybe it has
0: to be the up and downs yeah it's gotta it. be because
1: yeah you don't feel anything as a, as a I almost said a patient. Ooh, patient on a plane. Yeah, patient. Wow. Yeah. See, this patient's on a plane is a way
0: more boring movie <laughs> uh, than snakes on a plane. My
1: physics is hurting my brain. they just, I'm tired of these motherfucking
0: <laughs> sick people on this motherfucking plane.
1: Uh, okay, so the centripetal force, then you have to integrate two other forces. So, uh, gravity.
0: That's one of the forces.
1: You have to factor in gravity, which pulls everything downward to the ground. And then normal force.
0: What? That's what it's called? Which I
1: was like, okay.
0: Why isn't it just called force? Right.
1: I. That's what, this is what physics is. Why I didn't take it? Are,
0: I guess there's multiple types of force. So what is normal force? So
1: it's every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So I've
0: heard that one. Okay.
1: If you push, uh, I've, I've heard it compared to like, if you push a, a boulder. It pushes back on you. Right. Right. It pushes back on you. So that's normal force? You don't feel it because yeah. you can't push the boulder, but the boulder is exerting your amount of energy you pushed onto it back onto you. If you, if it didn't push that back onto you, it would move, right? Like uh-huh. if it, if it didn't exert the amount of energy you pushed onto it back yeah. to you, it would move.
0: Uh-huh. I
1: don't fucking get it, but okay.
0: <laughs> so what happens when you, when you actually push it, that, that, that that means that you're pushing more than it's pushing on you? Or is that technically impossible for it to be pushing?
1: Like, it's going to push like 150 pounds back towards me, right? Or or whatever.
0: Uh Uh-huh. But if you push it, like let's say you do move the boulder, does that mean you're putting more weight onto the boulder than it's putting on you and that's how you're moving it? Or does that mean that –
1: I would have to.
0: It's still pushing the same amount against you.
1: I would have to push more than it's okay than it is, right? Because um if I'm But
0: then is it truly always equal and opposite? This is why we didn't take physics. <laughs> right? you, you, you see, so you physics heads out there. Tell me tell me the boulder thing.
1: Well, I How guess does the so, so if the work? boulder is five thousand pounds and yeah. I push six thousand pounds, yeah, it's gonna move a thousand pounds movement <laughs> i would guess
0: but if every force but if every force gives an equal and opposite response then if you push 6000 pounds onto it isn't it also pushing back 6000 6, yeah, to you i guess so see that's what that's why we this is okay this is why we need the Isaac Newtons in the chat um like I'm a streamer like we, people in the chat tell us what's going on no the, yeah. the people listening if you know if you can explain this, <laughs> comment, because we don't really understand it. <laughs> We're doing our best for you, the listeners. We, we like, this is one of those things when you read it and your brain's like, I accept, but I don't actually understand. Well, the idea you, you know? is
1: that, okay, the motorcycle and its weight and the person yes. pushing on the uh, the globe. And so, the globe is pushing back.
0: Oh, that – and then, and that's why you don't fall. Yeah. Because you're both so, – Oh. So,
1: the idea is that the surface exerts a force back onto the object. That's the normal force.
0: Yeah, okay. So – See, and this is – again, this is one of the things my brain kind of feels like it accepts it even though yeah. I don't fully understand. But like for whatever reason, my brain's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like that feels like it kind of makes it's sense to me. It's fucking
1: confusing. I, it's so weird. Yeah. So –
0: it's interesting that like my brain accepts it. I wonder if just because it's like the natural law of the universe, your brain's like, yeah, no, yeah, went, <laughs>
1: yeah, of course that's. How but it I works. feel like, it, yeah, it's not. I don't fucking know. But it's
0: still the minutia of it is still hard to actually wrap your brain around. Yeah,
1: it's it's confusing. Which is
0: probably why we were like, I don't. We don't need to take this class. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't I need like, my fuck, grade to be fuck tanked. Physics. <laughs> yeah, by by this yeah. thing that I'm kind of interested. Uh, in.
1: I want to keep my three point five. Okay. um. So when dealing with objects moving in a circular path that aren't completely horizontal, the centripetal force is the sum of these two forces. So you add the gravity and the normal force, just like you said, you add this and that.
0: And that's what gets the centrifugal force.
1: Centripetal force, yes. I guess it's centripetal, not centripetal. Centric- is it? Cent- I guess so. That's one of
0: us what we've been both saying it slightly different. So and, and in the in the comments, there are people gonna be like, it's this one you according
1: to physicists, it's centripetal.
0: It's centripetal? I've been saying centrifugal my whole life. Me too. I, and I say that word a lot
1: <laughs> until today. It's so but I keep saying I keep seeing centripetal everywhere. So I guess centrifugal is a made up term. Oh no. I don't know what it or it applies to something else that's not this. I don't know. So if we consider the case of the motorcycle and the rider, when they're completely upside down on the top of the globe, this exact moment is the centripetal force, which is equal to the force of the gravity on the motorcycle and the rider plus the normal force exerted on the motorcycle and the rider by the globe does that make sense kind of
0: <laughs> i really enjoyed that the globe of death inflicts a force upon you you know what i mean like it makes the lore of this thing even cooler that the globe yeah. is actually pushing you and that's and it's like if you if you pay the almost blacking out toll this globe will push against you enough that you don't die
1: okay so you have this this equation of this is the centripetal force is created by the gravity and the normal force right but then we determine what's the velocity that the rider has to achieve so they don't fall when they go upside down right so yeah The moment the motorcycle and the rider slows, that's enough to start to fall and lose contact with the top of the globe. The normal force immediately goes down to zero.
0: And then you're free in the world. You're just falling.
1: Right. Yeah. So then there's no force being exerted. So you have to achieve the velocity and the friction, right, because that's the friction that – cancels the gravity well and that's crazy (laughs) because that's
0: going to be different a little different for everyone every rider is going to be a slightly different weight and their bike is going to be probably a slightly different weight and you've got to do all that math and be like okay i need like you know 55 miles per hour oh i need 48 like i need 60 like that that's so crazy and if you and you need to know like your and your bike's specific speed otherwise if you don't hit it and you also don't have to know, I would imagine, what that speed feels like. Because, yeah, maybe your bike has a gauge that tells you how fast you're going. But, like, at a certain point, you're not going to be able to see that.
1: Yeah. So, you got to go fast enough to stick to the globe, basically.
0: The globe of death wants you to go a certain speed. And if you disrespect that globe, it's going to disrespect it's true. you. I
1: don't know if that made any sense there. Uh I-
0: i feel like in a very broad sense my brain accepts
1: you know Uh, what i mean yeah there's all these formulas and i'm like that means i that that means nothing to me yeah
0: it's like there's a there's a lot of shapes that i didn't learn yeah (laughs) exactly there's a lot of things i was like yeah i did algebra but these are these are different shapes i know that pi i know that shape i don't know all these other shapes i know they mean something and i know they mean something very specific i don't know what it is
1: yeah um there is again like uh, this globe of death got its name because there's been just uh, so many accidents I'm not going to go through all of them because we already know. That well that's
0: the thing some it, it's not weird to think that someone might have got their physics wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know I what mean- I mean?
0: And then even if you get it right, you have to keep your like keep from blacking out so you don't just lose consciousness and let go of the throttle.
1: I mean the the possibilities for error here are many and when you integrate more riders
0: it's like oh my god then only one person has to make a mistake and then you're all screwed. Yeah
1: and that's assuming that your bike is good you you know you you are physically well and yeah you don't black out yeah. <laughs> like
0: well, think about, like, when you see, like, people in, like, races, like, whether it's, like, NASCAR, Formula One, whatever. If an accident happens where, like, one or two cards bump, it creates this, like, ripple effect where, like, a bunch of cars. Think of that, but you're in, like, a 18-foot-tall, like, circumference-wide metal ball. I'm like, not going
1: to even get into that physics.
0: Okay? That's going to – yeah, that's – it's so – like, all it takes is one person to bump and then everybody gets scrambled.
1: It's true. Um. But there is a couple more photos I wanted to send you. Let's see. Um, Here's a couple more globes. These are unedited. Give me a couple
0: more globes. These
1: are unedited pictures of Cole Brothers. Or is this? This might be Ramos Brothers. Give me
0: that. globe. So
1: this is Ramos Brothers Circus. Um, But you can see how they all start at the bottom.
0: Oh, this is cool. Um, This one's in color. I would get so excited if they lower that globe in. How many? There's like three people in that globe. Man, you know, because I'm picturing.
1: And they're not started yet. They're just waiting to go.
0: Yeah. Well, this is one of those things where like, you know, okay, you picture like in your head, your brain accepts like, okay, I picture X amount of people in this globe. And then when you actually see them, you're like, God, they're so close to each other, even though this is a big thing. They're so close to each other. And then this one has one, two, three. Four. That's five people. Five people. Globe. So
1: look at this. I don't know if I sent this to you, this angle. This is the Lucius Troop. But the angle is wild.
0: Whoa. That means someone's How inside. Did they do? They GoPro'd <laughs> on someone's head? That's yeah. crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're just three friends. Just all, just all literally <laughs> defying gravity on the sides of a thing going in a circle.
1: This is a diagram of the physics. I don't even.
0: Oh my god! Even. Oh yeah, let's see. Let's see if, I, uh, if an image can make the physics. Oh, if if physics go down, it's yeah. <laughs> you're like what? What uh, FN and FG and FC? They're all pointing down, but they're different color
1: arrows. <laughs> I <mean>. Yeah, it's <laughs> nuts so. You're just like what? Here's an older picture of the Urias family.
0: Oh yeah. Rocking those motorcycles. This is a cool picture.
1: Yeah. And then this is just one other of people riding in, in there. Just ride riding the ride. In the globe of death. But, you know, Five Riders looks like Max Cap, right? In like, oh, yeah. And it's more people do more than that like this guy's straight up
0: upside down this guy's on the top of the globe right now (laughs) like (laughs) that is so crazy
1: well in that one shot of whoever shot inside of the globe those three writers on the top like they're uh, uh, together very close yeah yeah and it's
0: just like you know Okay, so the more like five seems like capacity, right? Then there was like I think nine was what we talked about was so far the most we've. Heard I read of.
1: somewhere it was like nine people got injured, which like,
0: is okay. just like that. Where do they fit? And they're all only seeing half of the entire world, and like all of their vision and hearing and everything is half, and they all aren't dying.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah yeah
0: wildly I, impressive.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I think I saw a video of seven it's, just, it's like just like, like it's it's a,
0: such an impressive style of athleticism i mean we watch the olympics to see like the peak of athleticism but this is something that's like the stakes are so much higher on this It's like nuts. it's so high uh and, and to add that many people it's like yeah only one of them needs to make a mistake and everyone could be either dead or seriously injured
1: so that globe that i sent you that splits kind of like a clamshell um, that is the one that I looked up and they were like, to buy this. And <laughs> I was like, what?
0: Would you like a Globe of Death?
1: Yeah, I was like, For Ooh. just
0: nine easy payments. Maybe, maybe if we get one million patrons, we'll buy a Globe of Death.
1: It's uh, redcircleshop.com selling this Globe of Death. <laughs>
0: hey, if
1: people want them. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. But yeah, that's so that's the Globe of Death. And
0: that's so crazy. the
1: physics and how detrimental it is to the writer's body, Yeah, which it just, you know, proves how dangerous it is. Like you think as a just a viewer, it's pretty dangerous. No, it's really, really, really dangerous.
0: Well, and I think this is one of my favorite episodes because I feel like the name itself, like the more you find out about it, the more and more the name is truly perfect. Like, it absolutely encapsulates not only the, like, wonder of it that gets you excited to see what it is, but, like, it is very apt. You are literally, like, performing on a razor's edge that could end in death if you don't respect The laws of physics that are specific to not only – it's not just a general formula. It is you. It is your contract with the globe of death. You have to sign it and you have to know your shit or you could die. Yeah,
1: it is. And it does remind me of the Cannonball Act a lot where you're just like, you got to be in shape. And the math. like The math because the Cannonball Act, you had to know so much math involved. And same with this. It's like, no, these are like intelligent – like. Very. Highly like intelligent, not even just like mechanically, but also just like mathematically intelligent people who also are just killer performers and sportsmen. Yeah.
0: It's so multi-talented. You need so many. Yeah. You just, you need so many areas of expertise in this. Yeah.
1: It blowed away. Well,
0: and like, God forbid you're like, oh, we had a great show. I'm going to have a lot of drinks and I'm going to eat some like fried chicken after this. And then you weigh one more pound. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like, like, and it changes it. Like, and and if you can't tell, then you
1: have to go one mile per hour slower. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You just it changes all of it. And if you just didn't realize, if you did something a little bit different, you've been eating a little bit more or a little less. It's like it's just like if you change enough, it could screw it all up. It's nuts. That's it's truly wild.
1: Yeah, just it's so the precision, you know, from a performing standpoint and all of the other aspects are just so impressive For so real. impressive
0: yeah it's it yeah like uh, there's so many uh, like types of acts that like you do once you get into the weeds of it it like you find out how much like not only athletic talent but specificity that has to go into each act but this one is like kind of takes all that and brings it to another level
1: yeah and the history like i had no idea that someone was like i'm going to make this globe in 1890 yeah. <laughs> yeah. you like okay
0: and then Uriah's uh, wow. family was like, we're going to do this for 100 years. <laughs> this is our family's bread and butter.
1: Yeah, this is our, this is what we're doing forever. Like, mm-hmm. and so good at it. And, oh, yeah. Um, And similar to the Cannonball Act where they're just like, oh, no, this is uh, non-gender specific. Like, oh, yeah. We, it's as long as you
0: know your formula and you can ride a motorcycle, you can do this. Yeah,
1: which I dig.
0: Well, I guess, and you have to train for the G's. That's the that's the other thing. But again, it's like everyone can do it. It's just as long as you properly. Yeah, but
1: I mean, you know, from the 1900s to now, women were performing this act, and you know, it wasn't like, oh, you're a woman and you're it's just too hard for you. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. Like. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, no, this is so scary that we'll take anyone who's willing to do it.
1: <laughs> if you raise your hand, you'll we'll take you. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're in. You're in. We literally need anyone to, to... – but also the fact that it was going on all the way back then, I mean, I don't know the leaps and bounds that physics – the, the study of it has undergone i'm not a physics expert as as i'm sure everyone at this point can tell but like i don't know the the jumps and, and in throughout history but even back then i would assume they needed to figure the physics of this yeah. out. The physics never yeah. changes i mean at least in the broad sense like yeah the specifics do but the knowledge had to have existed back then or they were trial and erroring just like all right i got to go faster this time because i fell on my head
1: Similar to the cannonball, they were just like, let's try it different, <laughs> which yeah. is so crazy.
0: Trial and error. Yeah. This time I crashed and I broke my neck. So now we got to oh, do it again. Man. All right. You go a little faster next time. Then this is how you find out.
1: Yeah. If I go too slow, I'll fall straight from the top. So a little faster now.
0: <laughs> well, and all like all of this done in the name of entertainment is like both like in like awe inspiring and like part of me is like, but also kind of like it's like kind of like stupid that you would be willing to do this. But at the same time, there's a part of me like, but it's so cool.
1: Yeah, it is so cool.
0: Like it's it's both. It's like it logically it, it both does and doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, there's a demand for this. And so I can make money. But also what a crazy thing to do to make money.
1: But it's also like. Can you do it? No, like yeah. well, all these, it's an, it's This an person feat. is like, I can do this, and I want to show people that I can do this. Similar to like the horse diving. It's like, why the fuck would you do that? But she's like, no one else can do this.
0: Well, it's or, or any Olympic act. It's like, can you pole vault? I can pole vault, and this is like, can you run do the globe of death? I can defy yeah. death in the globe.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's really really interesting, and uh, yeah,
0: and super impressive. Very yeah. very cool.
1: Um, so that is the globe of death thanks everybody yeah
0: lives up to its namesake yeah
1: yeah. uh so thanks everybody for listening to that and our (laughs) our really cool physics lesson
0: (laughs) hell yeah you can count on us for physics all of that was accurate
1: yeah i mean really i just cracked a physics book and read straight out of it
0: (laughs) yes i opened it to the exact right page and just read to you how physics works
1: yeah uh just to a T. Um, so if you guys want to check any of the uh, pictures that we talked about, you can check our Instagram. Which you
0: do. These are wild.
1: They're so cool. They're so cool. And I'll post the picture as well of, of just the little Little baby baby boy. The BB,
0: yeah. He's just so the little. little bike riding oh. BB. He's so small.
1: He's so but he was great. I mean, he killed it. I mean, what a showstopper.
0: Oh, yeah. If you'd see a bunch of grown-ass people doing that, they're like, and the BB is here. <laughs> I
1: would flip out. <laughs> they have a baby. Is he gonna do it? He's, doing he's it. so young. He's so young. Little. Oh, the G Forces. ah uh, so yeah, uh, definitely check the Instagram for that. Um, and You guys, definitely email us any fun circus stories. Please. We We love love hearing from you. Um, Yeah, I want some. I would love to hear some and share some. Oh, yeah. Or just uh,
0: if you've experienced a lot of G's, tell us about it.
1: I want And just tell me the physics errors,
0: you know? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. And if you know physics and you have a way of like explaining this and kind of really like,
1: dumbing it down. For yeah. Me. The
0: way that like Neil deGrasse Tyson can make crazy ass shit seem like understandable. If you have that good kind of like ability to break shit down, do, do that for us with the physics of this. Because again, broad strokes, my brain understands itty bitty strokes. It my brain breaks. So.
1: Yeah, I was like looking at this before we recorded and I was just like, I can't. How do
0: (laughs) I I have a headache? (laughs) It was so,
1: uh, I was like, how can I explain this? And it not just sounds (laughs) like words (laughs) Mm -hmm. only. Uh, We did our best. Um,
0: We did very good.
1: uh, But yeah, do send any of that stuff to uh, Circus Stories Podcast at Gmail. Um, If you want to join our Patreon, you can do so and uh, go to Patreon.com backslash Circus Stories for some extra fun content.
0: And we got the merch. Tell them about the merch. Yeah.
1: And if you go to our merch store, there's a link, um, our link in bio on our Instagram. And you can go to our merch store. Um, There's some prints on there and Mm -hmm. some cool merch, some mugs, um, some enamel pins that are coming soon
0: you gotta love a good enamel pin if you got a jacket you have a jacket you love decorate a little bit more if you're like me and you wear jean jackets and now every jerk is wearing a jean jacket you can stand out by getting yourself an enamel pin it's
1: true Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna add some more stuff too for sure uh open to suggestions please let us know
0: oh yeah if you've got a cool ass idea design you want to share with us send it
1: love it um and most importantly, and we can definitely reference the fact that all these trains caught on fire. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So anyone who listened to the choo-choo train episode and we talked about wanting to buy it with if we got enough Patreon support and making a hotel.
1: That, that is out the window.
0: With that, that, uh, that, what, what was the Was it the Ringling Brothers uh, train? Yeah, it was all or- the
1: Ringling trains that were just on this track in North Carolina. The track
0: that went nowhere that we were going to turn to a sweet-ass circus Airbnb. All these trains just
1: caught fire. We
0: didn't raise enough money fast enough and all the trains are on fire and that dream is dead now. <laughs>
1: The ghost of PT is just the like, of PT, fuck it. They
0: didn't check their boilers, <laughs> ladies gotta and gentlemen. You got to check You got to check them. And this is just the proof is in the choo-choo pudding. Because <laughs> it's true. a dream is dead because someone didn't check. It's
1: true. Now we can't have our, you know- train airbnb hotel extravaganza because pt was like fires forever yep
0: the that idea was robbed from you the listener by the ghost of pt so it's true
1: we were gonna have a whole train dedicated to hot dogs
0: we were that's true that was gonna be
1: the hot dog cart <laughs> it's true i was so excited for that cart man what is i was just like are you fucking serious yeah More fire
0: like, why why this why now can't we have anything?" <laughs>
1: Everyone wants insurance money. They just, they just wants insurance money.
0: And I mean, I know we say it every episode, ladies and gentlemen. But like, truly, when you don't check your boilers, tragedy strikes. It's true. And, you gotta and check PT them. PT giggles in his fucking grave. <laughs>
1: It is giant, giant gravestone that's just yeah. like humongous.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, he, he, lo- he was the greatest showman after all. It's
1: true. It's true. <laughs> he was. Uh, so check those boilers.
0: Checky the boilers.
1: Um, be safe out there. Take care of each other. And
0: yeah, be nice. The world's cuckoo. Be nice. Fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll see you down the road, friends.
0: We'll we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye bye. (laughs) Bye bye, choo choo. All right, P. Choo choo. All
0: right, P. Choo choo. You were too good for this world.
1: Okay, bye.